Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes and Technology, coming to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, I'm sure I don't have to tell you, these are just crazy times. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You think it's going to get better, and then it gets a little better, and then you kind of backslide a little bit, and kind of sounds like my diet. No, anyway, you don't know what to think anymore. And, of course, most of you that follow this show know that uh, this show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. We're an organization that's been around the Inland Empire now for 12 years. Uh, I personally have trained over 400,000 people on things like sex trafficking, labor trafficking, sextortion, human trafficking of all kinds, you know, social media exploitation, and, and even uh, combating child pornography. And every now and then I touch on things like money laundering. And today I want to talk about an article that really got my attention. I'm known as a master researcher. I've been, I'm, I'm some sort of weirdo, I suppose, you know, but I've spent 10 years looking at tens of thousands of hours of articles on those subjects. And the reason that I do that, other than I might be a sick puppy, but the, the real reason I do that is because I want to stop it. I, you know, every time I handle a case where a 12 year old kid sneaks out the bedroom window and, you know, the case I talked about two weeks ago, she was 12, just 12. She's in Fresno. He's in Washington, D.C., she meets him on the internet. She thinks it's really cool. She's doing an adult thing and she gets a fantasy relationship and she doesn't tell mom and dad, you know, that you can kind of tell their behavior changes. They suddenly start hiding their social media. They might put a, a, uh, you know, what we call a, um, a ghost app on their phone. That's usually a calculator or something like that where they're hiding other apps and mom and dad kind of sense something's wrong, but they have no idea just how bad it is unless they can get themselves to stop and have a one-on-one -on -one confrontation kind of thing. And that should be a friendly confrontation, by the way. Um, you know, it isn't going to be, it isn't going to be helpful to be accusatory and wagging your finger. But what happens is these kids get a, a kind of a fantasy relationship and, it, you know, next thing you know, they're sending off some little photo. It might not be provocative as much as you and I think. Maybe it's just a, uh, you know, maybe she's 11 or 12 and it's a little thing off the side of her shoulder or um, maybe even a topless thing. But once it starts, these pedophiles know exactly that they have this fish hooked and they're going to reel it in. And they just keep this kid enchanted and bringing it in like that until they turn on them. And in the case of the girl up in Fresno, he actually flew out from Washington, D.C. She snuck out in the middle of the night. That is one of the things that will often happen is that they start to get very secretive and uh, they sneak out a bedroom window and the next morning you're wondering where your kid is. And that's when Million Kids gets involved as we do the Million Kids Missing Kids flyers. We send out tens and tens and tens of thousands of flyers. And I want to give a big shout out to BMW of Riverside that helps us do that, to the Seroptimus Group up in Idlewild and over in Moreno Valley, and to Doris Anderson, the, the real estate lady out of um, – 
Upland with Remax Realty. You know, every time she sells a house over there, what an amazing young lady she is. You know, she uh, she makes sure to donate to me and kids so that we can keep that going. And so it is like that that is going on. And uh, in this case, she actually disappeared with him. Uh, the little girl up in Fresno, and uh, somehow they found out that she was missing and on a plane. She actually got on a plane, and they caught her as she was laying over in Denver on the way to Washington, D.C. I'm not quite sure how that she was intercepted. Maybe the airline people were trained. I did train over at LAX. I've been training law enforcement and and code enforcement and fire departments and, you know, uh, social workers, anybody that I can train on these crimes about how they're changing. And uh, so what we're finding here is I read this article in in the course of my research. And the article said dark web form activity surged 44% in early COVID months. So I want to talk about that article today. I do something called the Million Kids Insider Alert. And you can either sign up for it at millionkids.org or simply go to insideralert.com. Uh, or I think it, it, I don't know if it's insideralerts.com or MK uh, insideralerts.com, but I want you to get involved with these alerts because whenever we see something that is new, that's important, I do an analysis on it. I've been uh, lately, I've been filming them when mostly with a PowerPoint and me in the back, you know, and at uh, my age, I figure that's a smarter thing to do. <laughs> but anyway, I want you to get the information and that information has been piling up in my brain for 10 years and it's changing hourly because of COVID. So I want to talk about what is being implied here. So when I talk about the dark web, I want you to think about the internet as a bucket of water. If you think about the entire internet, it's an interesting thing to me that all of us are on it, okay? It's like 98% penetration in America, even 60 or 70% in countries like uh, Cambodia and uh, uh, you know, Zimbabwe. It's it's amazing how technology is spreading across the world, and uh, and so we're going to have third world people that are living on five ten dollars a day, and they're going to be seduced and lured in and like that. But if you think of the internet as a bucket of water, the top four three to four percent of the entire internet is where we live, okay? That's called the clear web or the surface web. And uh, in that, what we do, we have uh, search engines like Bing and Chrome and Google, <laughs> who seems to be thinking they're in charge of the world lately and deciding what you can see and can't see because they control the algorithms and the SEO. Then we have people like Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, your apps. And, you know, we have search engines so we can find each other. And that is only about three to four percent of the entire Internet. Below that is something called the deep web. And that is major corporations, you know, NSA, people like that, government organizations where they store massive amount of data. And below the deep web is what is known as the dark net or the dark web. 
And we've known about it for a long time, but the bulk of the Internet really is untamed Wild West territory. I honestly don't believe anybody ought to be in the dark web. There are some good uses for it. People in Cambodia where they have complete monitoring during elections, by the way, what we just went through reminds me of what I saw in Cambodia, but they actually have task forces because think about it, these, uh, you know, it didn't take long for Facebook to find me and take me off the air. Didn't take that long. Okay. Because I was promoting yes on proposition 20, we believe is the thing, but you know, that's how they find you is we have search engines in the dark web. They don't have search engines. They do have directories, but you really have to know an address to get in there. And you can't just go from the clear web to the dark web. You need a special router, a special kind of browser. The most common one of those is called Tor, T-O-R, the onion router, T-O-R. So if you ever see a young person with a .onion account instead of, let's say, .com or .info, I would definitely report them. Okay, because I honestly believe that most people that are under the age of 18 can wander into some very scary stuff in the dark web because that is where they sell fentanyl and those illegal drugs. By the way, that's where they're selling all your information when you get hacked and it gets sold down in that dark web. They do money laundering down there. They sell guns and drugs. But one of the biggest activities that takes place in the dark net is the exchange, buy, sell, and trade of child pornography. Photographs of someone under the age of 18, that is, you know, an illicit photo. Sometimes it's a photo that, say, a girl or a guy sent their boyfriend or girlfriend and it's intercepted. Others are are pornographers, just like this guy back in Washington, D.C., that seduced a girl into sending that photo. And if they get that photo, your life will change forever. My name is Opal Singleton. This is Exploited Crimes and Technology. We'll be right back. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Hey, there are many good restaurants in the Inland Empire, but really great restaurants are hard to find. Let me tell you about the Toasted Barrel in Corona. It's a trendy, upscale steakhouse with great pasta and seafood. It's a fantastic choice for birthdays and anniversaries or just that special night out with your loved one and friends. Inland Empire Magazine has awarded them best restaurant and brunch for the past three years. The owners, Ed and Shirley, are friendly and attentive to your needs. If you're a prime rib connoisseur, this place is for you. Go ahead and try it out. The Toasted Barrel, located at 1300 El Sobrante Road in Corona. Or Google them at Toasted Barrel to make reservations. I guarantee you, you're going to love it. Be sure and tell Ed and Shirley that Opal sent you. It will be a night you'll never forget. 
Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno-impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo, and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift, and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and we do this show every Saturday afternoon. I appreciate each and every one of you that write to me and say I never miss your show or I'm out somewhere. You don't get out much these days, but when somebody hears my voice, they go, don't you have a radio show? So my voice must be weird, okay? It's not weird to me, but apparently people recognize it. But I really appreciate the people who financially support the show, uh, that that get involved and support our work. We are so, so, so busy right now. You know, you have all these kids online. All these kids, I'm telling you, when you put a seven-year-old for online learning, they're not going back to their bicycle. It just is that simple. And they know these apps better than we do. And they know exactly how to make them all work. The problem of it is when you're seven or eight, you haven't been through puberty. So I always say, you know, if you haven't given had the sex talk with your child, do not put them online because somebody is going to talk to them about sex and it's not going to be the birds and the bees. OK, it's going to be, you know, predators is what it's going to be. And so I always say that the danger here is where we're at today is we are putting kids online and they get the technology. They just don't know what a pedophile is. So when they're talking to somebody, when you're seven or eight, you want to please everybody. You want everybody to like you. Some people never quite outgrow that stage, by the way. <laughs> anyway. But they take chances and they, you know, they want to please the person. And, the, and when they ask for a picture of their private parts, they think it's bathroom humor and they all are giggling together and they don't realize it's some 49-year-old creep. Uh, living in another state that is going to take that photo and destroy their lives. And so the danger of putting them on there before they understand what adult sex is, 
is they don't understand what a pedophile is. They get the technology, but they can easily fall prey because every kid I've met is absolutely convinced it will never happen to them, that they will be smart enough to recognize when they're talking to a bad guy. And every case that I've handled, every kid thought they'd be able to guess. But when they don't and when they can't, their lives will change forever. So I want to get back to my article because it really got my attention. It really is uh, even with where I'm at. This thing about the dark for, dark web form activity surged 44%. So what are they saying? Well, this article is uh, written here. It's always important to identify, in my opinion, who did this work because they want to, we want to give them credit. It's uh, Kelly Sheridan. She's a staff editor for a private organization called Dark Reading. So she's a research specialist for the dark web. She seems fairly well grounded, in my opinion. I I always look for that. Or do we have a motive in the uh, in the article that's being written? Do we have a um, you know an exaggeration, a melodramatic? And doesn't seem like any of that. This seemed like a legitimate research uh, process that they went through. So what am I talking about here? Well, what is happening is that we have a lot of people online. We have a lot of kids online and a lot of them online without supervision. And then we have a lot of pedophiles that have time on their hands that are working from home. And whenever they get under stress, pedophilia is an obsessive compulsive behavior. Okay. And, uh, I is, I've done a huge study of pedophilia, uh, because my idea there is if I can understand it, maybe we can find ways to treat it and stop it. And especially as it relates to technology, because what you have is a conversion of high tech technology with the fact that you now have a lot of people online with time in their hands and under pressure in a way that will accelerate their compulsive behavior. And we are giving them more and more high tech technology that they can play with. And it is an explosive kind of thing. It is fascinating to me to have watched the activity over the past few weeks where I see perfectly fine people like myself that are using technology to protect our children. But I get taken down because you know, I am suggesting that child sex crime should be considered a violent crime in California. And I lost that argument. Okay. Didn't change my mind. It just tells me I didn't get enough word out to convince the people, but they take me off all the time that these kinds of things are growing like crazy. You may remember last week I did the show on Pornhub. Pornhub is the largest site in the world. And what at one point they had 13 million videos available to you. And what they were doing was they were offering out a contest. Their largest category was amateur pornography. And they offered out this kind of contest and basically saying you can make $40,000 creating videos and sending them to us. And so they went from like 4 million in their inventory to like 13 million. Now, how do I know those numbers? 
because once it started to come out that what was happening was nobody was looking at these videos. They were making money hand over fist because everybody wanted to see young kids strip and and do pornography. And they were making a lot of money at it. And so then suddenly what happened is we have these laws that say, if you've been violated, you can sue. And when that happened, and by the way, Senator Hawley, the one that's being really ripped apart on Capitol Hill, is the one who sponsored that main bill. And what has happened is everybody and their brother now is suing them. There was 22 people that ended up getting a two million a piece or something like that. Then there's another 40 that is requesting 80 million. And then out of Canada, there's a group requesting 200 million. So very quickly, and then MasterCard Visa shut off their capability. And very quickly, they started going through these videos and taking them down. And how big was it? Well, they originally had 13 million. They're down 9 million now. So apparently only 4 million are left. I happened to go on site. I didn't even put in anything pornographic, and I was offered child pornography on a pop-up. I mean, I didn't even have to do a two-click search. It was on my first click, and it, and it didn't even contain the word child pornography. I, I just put in Pornhub and webcam sex, and pow, I got child pornography. And so they don't have it all down. But what happens here is that when you have pedophiles – it is obsessive compulsive behavior. They get a particular fetish. Now, some of them like boys and girls, some like boys only, some like girls, some like four-year-olds, some like seven-year-olds, some prefer 13, 15-year-olds. And what will happen is that they actually start to find each other because of Google, because of being able to search. Not that Google provides it, but it provides the search and they begin to find each other for all the good things you can find on Google. You can also find porn. Okay. And as they began to find each other, they would set, start to share, Hey, I have some photos I want to share. And the other guy will say, Hey, I'm a subscriber to a website in the dark web. You won't get caught that way. You know, uh, and they began to do things to prove to each other that they're not cops and they exchange dark web addresses and they go into the dark web. The the uh, one site that I talked about a while back is called Welcome to Video. It was out of South Korea, although they're arresting people all over Southern California that were members of that. It was a global pedophile site that had a million users paying um, a monthly fee, a substantial monthly fee. It wasn't cheap. It was 30 to 50 bucks or something like that. But think about that. If you're hosting that and you got 30, you've got a million people giving you 30 bucks a month, it's all about money laundering folks. And then if you can get amateurs to send those photographs in for you, and you just repost them, no wonder they are making money hand over fist. And I am proud of MasterCard and Visa for shutting that down. They didn't shut the company down. They just made it harder to process MasterCard and Visa credit cards so that you can be a subscriber. So what happens is they go on the dark web, they get an address, they become part of a form, and that is what is happening here in this article. The dark web form activity is surging by 40 44% 
during the early months of COVID. Now, we don't know how it's been the last six months, but we do know in the early stages of this, people were going on there because they were obsessive compulsive, they're under pressure, and they are getting involved in this kind of thing. My name is Opal Singleton. My organization is Million Kids. Please go to millionkids.org and send us a check. We'd really appreciate it. Up against a break. Be right back. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16, I'll sign it, and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, educate yourself about how to keep our kids safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Hello, welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton. I'm the president and CEO of Million Kids. We serve as a training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. What an amazing group of men and women. I am so proud of these folks. We actually have two task forces in Riverside County now focused just on forced prostitution uh, and, and sex trafficking and labor trafficking. And they are amazing men and women. I know them. They literally, you know, get up out of their beds, leave their homes and their own children to go out and save your children. And I am just proud as punch. I know that's, you know, being proud of law enforcement is kind of old fashioned these days. But, you know, I don't apologize to anybody because this is a horrific crime. The way this works is a kid goes online, they get a fantasy, they fall in love, they send a photo, they start to get blackmailed, or the next thing you know, they're they're deep in heat and they start sneaking out a bedroom window and hooking up with these guys and poof, they're gone. And it's just a nightmare. I I uh, I just did a million kids insider alert, um, and I would encourage you to sign up for the insider alerts. Go to millionkids.org and just give us your name, uh, because we analyze them. But a case out of uh, out of Las Vegas, and uh, I think he was 24. And uh, he hooked up with a girl who was apparently 14. I think about that new law. I think it's SB 245. I think it is about the age of consent now is down to 14. And if they're if the pedophiles within 10 years and she doesn't want to do anything about it, then he won't be charged as a sex crime, uh, you know, a sex offender. And I think uh, this case would have been one of those cases, maybe, although I think she was so highly violated, she might have been willing. Um, anyway, they hooked up and they, they fell in love, blah, 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 blah. He's 24. She's 14. And uh, she somewhere along the line, he gets a photo of her. She actually met up with him without her folks. I'm not sure how that works and how you get out, but she did. He raped her and filmed it and uh, began to put that film out on, uh, on the uh, Tinder website. Tinder is a 
in my opinion, crazy. But anyway, it's a dating site for teenagers and probably the most significant site where pedophiles hang out to meet young kids. There's others like Scout and Meet Me and some of those. But Tinder seems to be the favorite. Well, he he raped her. He took the photos and he started posting and he created an account in her name. She had no control. As soon as he had raped her and photographed her, he left her with a message on on a um, text. I own you now and you belong to me. And he told her, he said, you're going to, I'm advertising you on Tinder. You need to make $200 before the end of the month, or I'm going to show this to your family and all your kids, all your um, classmates. Uh, you know, this girl is out of her mind. I don't know at what point she may have buckled or mom and dad found it. I don't know if she went to mom and dad and said what was happening or her behavior had become so extreme that the parents intervene somehow. Usually what will happen if a kid is in a bind like that, they change dramatically. They can't sleep. They start to run away. They may start cutting. They become very secretive. Um, maybe they're not eating. Uh, maybe they become bulimic or uh, anorexic. Uh, a lot of kinds of things will happen. There's been some research studies done on this subject. And uh, back at University of Florida said that about 8% of the nation's kids are being violated or part of sextortion. That is blackmail with a photo. The University of Toledo, Ohio did a study that said that 58% of the kids who are being blackmailed will go out and meet up with their predator trying to get that photo back. And that is what has happened with this young lady. And invariably they get further exploited. These people are really seriously bad people. And our kids are not emotionally equipped to be able to evaluate who they are. And then they're not emotionally equipped to figure out how to get out of it once they're into it. And the important thing, mom and dad is, you know, I, I always say, don't start out by wagging your finger going, do you have a naked photo on the internet? Okay, that's going to shut anybody down. 58% will not admit, and they will find a way to get out and try to get it back. First of all, the kid's terrified of losing their social media. Second of all, their lives are pretty much ruined. If that photograph gets down in one of these dark web accounts like we're talking about, which are up 44%, that, that child's life will change forever. You know, photos have GPS on them. They know where the photo is made. On top of it, you know, it's probably gone out through a text. And they know how to communicate with that child. The first thing they'll do is meet somebody, let's say on Tinder, and then they'll go, hey, let's talk over on Instagram. Uh, they'll meet on TikTok. Let's meet over on Instagram. Send me more of those videos. My, you're hot. You know, I, I think I can, I'm a, I'm a, you know, talent scout. I can get you a deal. And these kids don't understand what a pedophile is, and they don't understand what the dark web is. Now, Million Kids has raised the money to create a documentary, and we're hoping, we had hoped that it'd be out next month, but with COVID, it's not going to happen. COVID restricts all the kinds of, of uh, filming that we're doing, but it should be out, I would hope, by April or May. It's all paid for. You donated. We will need funding to help distribute it. 
but it's going to be part of a full-fledged movie. And a movie like for Netflix, and Netflix has already seen it, and they're very interested in putting it out there. And I think the movie will be called Seduced, but the purpose of that is exactly this, to teach kids where naked photos go when you hit send. That, that is just so critical and to do these days. To put a child, I always say if you're going to put a seven-year-old on the internet, you know, take them down the 10 freeway and let them hang out and don't mention the cars go up and down it, you know. And then when they get ran over, call Caltrans and, and threaten to sue, you know. Who put them out there knowing they do not have the adult wherewithal to evaluate all this? And kids are just technically good. They're wizards at this stuff. You, they're way ahead of you. You can say, well, I'm going to limit everything they do, but these technologies now are getting more and more complex. I actually uh, put on a uh, two-hour training through Children's Fund called The Vortex. If you, uh, if you want to ever hear that, you can uh, contact Children's Fund on the Internet, and uh, they have a whole uh, thing there that they – I have a whole schedule that I do with them, and one of them is called the Vortex, and it's all about these new technologies, like what happens when every app has credit card capability or um, you know, money cryptocurrency or money transfer. What happens when your kid has a million followers? Many of them right now do on apps like TikTok and Byte and Like. And what happens when you have artificial intelligence? When, when in fact, um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat know more about you than the government and more about you than than you do. By the way, that's what the big fight is all about on Capitol Hill. And it'll be interesting to see now that we've changed administrations how this is going to be. Because we all know that right during the middle of this last um, election, you know, major corporations, Amazon, I'm, I am ticked at Amazon. I used to order from Amazon all the time and never leave my little bunker here. I'm always in here researching and stuff. I could get anything on Amazon and buy it. And I'm not doing that anymore. You know, Amazon is the one that took off 12 million followers on Parler. For what? We're not dangerous. We're just people who share our beliefs. And, you know, it, we saw all of this happening during this election. Facebook arbitrarily taking down anybody who might be conservative in their approach or they they uh, were doing things that they didn't particularly want. Uh, Twitter, Twitter stocks way down. I'm kind of happy about that, quite frankly, uh, you know, because if you're going to offer communication service, I mean, it would be like AT&T going online and listening to everything you say. And then if they don't like what you say, they just shut off your phone. It's the same kind of thing. And we have gone into a new arena now because we've moved from communication to social media. And so, you know, there's two sides to the story. We hold these social media companies responsible and so they say, and, and, you know, if somebody gets violated, we, we want to hold them responsible now. And they're saying, if you're going to hold us responsible, we get a right to decide that you might be dangerous. And so we're going to take you off. So it's a two-sided story going on. These are interesting times, but all the time that in the clear web, good people who are fighting the battle are being taken off the air while the dark net is accelerating at the rate of 44% just in the first six months of the year. 
It is a crazy, upside-down world. This is Opal Singleton, and it's Exploited Crimes and Technology. Be right back. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens and she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton from Million Kids. Please follow us. Go to millionkids.org. Give us your name. Write to me. Uh, Give us your name so that we can send you these insider alerts. I do two to three, sometimes four a week. Sometimes they have a video and sometimes I just analyze. But this is the way to stay current during the week. And so share that with everyone you know. If you uh, are feeling brave, you can go to Million Kids Facebook page. It's IE Million Kids now. And uh, hit like just uh, just to help us out there, okay? We're rebuilding after um, we got taken out by the Facebook bomb, okay? Anyway, uh, I want to address this issue about the fact that, that the use of the dark web is up almost 50% here 
during this COVID time. Uh, you know, I'm going to tell you that I'm living and breathing those very numbers. I see that. I, I completely understood when I read that story because I serve as the training and outreach coordinator for the task force in Riverside. We also support San Bernardino uh, County Task Force, and they're great people over there, by the way. Um, wonderful people. Love the folks out at uh, Rancho Cucamonga Police Department. I usually do a, a, a seminar with them this time of year, but I don't think that's going to happen because of COVID. But both counties are very fortunate to have good task forces. But one of the things we're seeing is the number of cases is not only up, but the age of the average victim is coming down dramatically. In fact, uh, about half of their cases here in Riverside were kids under the age of 17. And there was a, a 10 or 11 of them that were under the age of 13. That is just tragic. I'm talking about human trafficking, being caught up in commercial sex, you know, and that is absolutely tragic. But just as the case that I talked about here in my insider alert over in Las Vegas, you know, he gets her photo and then and he rapes her. And then he puts it on Tinder and says that she needs to make money. And we have had cases like this on a regular basis in Riverside and San Bernardino County, where once they're violated, once the photos are out there, they feel like they have no alternative and they start getting pushed into commercial sex. Now, I'm going to tell you, anybody you know that might be buying that sex is going to pay a big price. And they should, because that is a minor. Okay. But on top of it, what I really want to share with you is talk to your kids and your grandkids. If you're a pastor or a youth leader, talk to your talk to your youth groups. Okay. I'll educate all of you. Just follow us, you know, follow me on Facebook, follow me here, follow the insider alert. We can get you educated. I can come out and, and talk to your corporation, but talk to your kids about where naked photos go. And the minute that a teenager, especially, but I'm going to tell you, this is true of adults too. The minute you send a provocative photo on the internet, you get in a blackmailer's prison because that photo is now out of your control. And maybe they don't contact you the first day or the second day, but you know it's out there. And if, if this photo gets intercepted or you send it off to somebody believing that they're more wonderful than they happen to be, and that is sold in the dark net, then you suddenly could have up to a million people who want money who want more photos of you, who want more photos of the child or the young person that did that. And they began to harass them. And so we have to talk to our kids about how the internet is made and where naked photos go when you hit send. The minute you send that, you put yourself in a blackmailer prison. And you don't know when it's going to pop up and when you're going to have to pay the price. As long as it's out there, you have a chance to be caught up and paying a price. And if you and share with your child that you hope that they never, ever, ever do that. But if they end up falling for it, you hope that they will trust you enough to come and talk with you because it will only get worse. If they try to sneak out and hook up with that person, 
I guarantee you their life will change forever. That it takes an army to go against these people. You know, we are very fortunate in the Inland Empire. We have uh, Homeland Security. A lot of people want to defund Homeland Security. In fact, uh, this particular political party in power is the one that's pushing it. And I hope that does not happen because Homeland Security is not always about deportation. In fact, we've never been involved in deportation. Homeland Security has an entire division called Internet Crimes Against Children, ICAC, Internet Crimes Against Children. And they're in L.A., they're in Long Beach, they're in Orange County, they're in San Bernardino. And they are fabulous folks. I know some of them. And they spend hours trying to track down these pedophiles that are in the dark web that are blackmailing our children. And they know how to do it. By the way, you also have uh, Chief uh, Green over there in uh, Fontana that works with them. I'm going to have him on my radio show. I keep saying that, and I haven't done it. I'm going to give that man a call. He's my hero. You know, it's interesting to me. I've followed uh, chiefs of police all over the United States because I'm a law enforcement trainer, post-certified law enforcement trainer. And, you know, every now and then a city will get a chief of police that is just hot on fire and going after it, doing what it takes. It's kind of like um, Sheriff Chad Bianco taking them on, you know, doubling the size of the task force. Uh, District Attorney Mike Hesteran over there in Riverside saying he's going to be tough on crime, that he's going after enhanced sentencing, even though there is a move now in California to to reduce enhanced sentencing. Uh, Los Angeles, they have a lawsuit. I talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Over 800 prosecutors are suing the DA over there because he doesn't want these enhanced sentences. Well, we need to quit decriminalizing crime. And I'm proud of our county for coming forward, for having sheriffs that stand up, for having district attorneys that that go after the hard cases and get those prosecutions. We are really, really blessed in Riverside County to have teams of people that care deeply about kids that are willing to get up in the middle of the night and go and try and rescue some kid who made a really dumb move. But the way you can help is help us educate for prevention and intervention. We got to get the word out. This organization is called Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. We're not one million kids. We're not eight million kids. We're not 10 million kids. We're just million kids. And we've been around now for 12 years. We have a gold star, guide star uh, rating on our on our donations. Uh, we do a lot of the hard work. And I'm very, very grateful for all the people who have stood by us during this COVID time. You know, I've never been a good fundraiser. I I hate, I'm not good at asking people for money. I like to earn money, okay? And up till March 12th last year, I was going all over the United States speaking. I'm now trained over 400,000 people selling my books. By the way, if you want to really get educated, go on to millionkids.org and order our books. I'll sign them for you. I'll send them out myself, okay? But 30% of our income came from books, and uh, now we can't do all that, okay, because of COVID. So I am so grateful for everybody uh, for 
San Manuel Casino that stood by us, by the Riverside uh, County people, the board of supervisors that stood by us, and and the various Seroptimists that have supported us and, and sent us money, and people like Colleen Horgan Armstrong, uh, realty out here, uh, Colwell Banker, and and Doris Anderson, and the, and the, some of the churches that sent us money. This is hard, hard work, especially when you're doing it from a bunker, okay? <laughs> but it is the most important thing we can do. We have to prepare our children for the next generation, especially with technology. And that means all of the research that we do, all the information, all the insider alerts, all the trainings that we do, all the, the support of Children's Fund and CASA, we so much appreciate you. If you want to support our work, uh, just go to millionkids.org and hit that donate button. If you're old fashioned, you can send us a check. I get it. I do. Trust me. If you're like really hip, okay, you can text that te- that to us. At this point, you know, we'll take cars, we'll take gold, we'll take whatever we can get. You know, we might even do real estate. I don't know if we can handle that, but we need support. If you're a foundation, we'd appreciate it if you would keep us in mind to support us. This work, I believe, is the most important work we could ever do. How we teach this generation of young people to use technology with respect and responsibility will set in a way that honors them and honors God, by the way, will set the stage for generations to come. Folks, this is Opal Singleton. You have a great week. Put your arms around your family. Tell them you love them. Look at your spouse. Tell them you're proud of them. And we'll see you next Saturday, 3 o'clock. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators.